you could customize everything about your sign, everything. Like you could put a different border on it. You could pick from reflective uh, white vinyl or yellow vinyl. And it was like, I thought it was pretty cool. And so we had finally, you know, landed on this website. We, we set a date for us to, to launch June 1st, 2018. And, and we hit that date. And, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of excitement on our so- social media channels. We didn't get any orders. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by my friend Mark Stovall, who previously featured on episode 144 of Broken Bulbs. Mark is a CPA, and for the last 10 years, he has worked with some of the largest companies in the world, both as an employee and a consultant. In that time period, he has launched five companies, three have failed, and he sat on boards for -for not-for-profit organizations in Alberta and Ontario. But he also started a company where the website really only worked on desktop. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Mark Stovall, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? For sure, for sure. All right, so let's talk about you creating a custom roadside venture, which sounds like really cool. Tell us about it. Right, so I was a financial and operational controller at a sign-making company in Calgary for, for just over three years. And the signs we made were for primarily oil and gas. And they were those, they were the high quality, you know, durable signs that you see on the side of the road made of 080 aluminum, meaning they're, you know, they're 0.08. Anyway, it's kind of boring stuff that we do. It's, it's very, you know, lucrative and, and stable. Um, however, I really like the idea of maybe making custom signs one day. And I had made a couple custom signs for family and friends, having this big, cool, you know, realistic road sign on, you know, a tree by their cabin or whatnot. And so when I had left uh, that company after three years, I had the idea, I kind of had it, per, you know, percolating in my mind a little bit for for a few years after that. And when I moved to Ontario, uh, running my online accounting firm, I wanted a side gig. And so I went looking on Kijiji, number one, to find clients for my accounting uh, practice, but, you know, always open to opportunities that would come up. And there was this random Kijiji post asking um, if an accountant slash accountant and marketer wanted to meet in this kind of this rural area that I had moved into just to discuss, you know, entrepreneurship. So I replied to it and it came out later that that ad expired the the next day. And so I had met this woman through Kijiji and her ad had expired that very next day. So I thought it was fate that we should, we should meet and we, you know, we decided to meet at this restaurant uh, again in this rural part of Ontario, and we discussed working together. We didn't have anything really in mind, and I had floated this idea that we build custom road signs, and she really liked the idea. So out of that conversation was born Man Cave Boulevard, and I already had this idea that I wanted to kind of aim it towards, you know, hunters, 
outdoorsmen, people, outdoors, you know, individuals that would use these signs on their property. It, it gained a lot of traction. You know, we, we did our first kind of sample prints. I have five or six large traffic signs in my closet from our initial run where we made a bunch of samples and took pictures of them and posted on social media. And we were getting a lot of followers. And so while we were doing that, we were also building this, you know, custom sign website. So you could get on there, you could customize everything about your sign, everything. Like you could put a different border on it. You could pick from reflective uh, white vinyl or yellow vinyl. And it was like, I thought it was pretty cool. And so we had finally you know, landed on this website. We we set a date for us to to launch June first, twenty eighteen, and and we hit that date. And you know, there was a lot of a lot of excitement on our social media channels. And then we got to you know after the launch, we didn't we didn't get any orders. You know, we had a lot of traffic coming to the website. We had a lot of people you know on the website, but nothing was being ordered. And then we had a, you know one or two off orders, but they weren't through the website. They were you know, just friends and family who we knew that wanted a sign. So we, we, we printed it for, for them. And then, you know, we got to the point, you know, after three or four months, we had not had one order come through the website and we couldn't figure out, you know, what's going on. The website was okay. You know, I was in charge of it. It was built on WordPress. It had this kind of really shaky third party plugin that was used to create these custom signs. And it was relatively stable but the one thing that we, you know, we failed at, and this is where the demise of Man Cave Boulevard stemmed from, was that all of our social media traffic was coming off of Instagram and Facebook from mobile applications, which was what we wanted. But when they landed on the website, they couldn't customize a sign from their phone. It, you know, they had to pinch and stretch and like they really had to commit to the process to create a sign. The signs were awesome. And we had like the fantastic, a fantastic workflow built in place. So when they ordered the sign, you know, the order went to the manufacturer, the company that I used to work for, and we had everything figured out. But there was this disconnect between the person finding us on social media, going through to the website and then ordering a sign. And we just couldn't make it work. And so, you know, after three or four months and, you know, couple hundred hours invested and then, you know, a couple thousand dollars invested as well. We weren't, we were just kind of tired and weren't committed to seeing it through and maybe revamping the website and creating, you know, a mobile friendly solution. But that's, that's where the idea died was that our traffic was mobile, but our application was desktop based. And so there was a disconnect and there wasn't there wasn't the appetite from the buyer to go to desktop, even if they were prompted to build this sign. So we could make cool signs, but they couldn't figure out or they didn't want to go on to desktop. It's definitely a novel item. Um, and the investment from the from the customer just wasn't there to do that. What would you say is the main takeaway? What's the What's the lesson there? What did you learn from this experience? I think you need to map the customer journey from the beginning. You know, you have your minimal viable product, but you need to understand, okay, how are you going to get that person in your funnel? And mobile, mobile first is this idea that's very popular right now. So mobile first, everything has to be mobile. Your website has to be mobile. You know, you have to transact on mobile devices. Everything has to be done on on a phone, especially if you have an e-commerce, you know, retail solution, because that's how people are connecting online these days. 
Desktop still has its place for larger applications and functions, but mobile is where you're going to get the, you know, the DTC direct to consumer population the most. So have your customer journey mapped out at the beginning to make sure that if you are offering a belt, a custom sign, anything that is direct to consumer, that it's mobile friendly. Of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now. So what are you up to now, Mark? And where can people go to find you? So the accounting firm that I had while I was trying to get Man Cave Boulevard off the ground is still in existence. You know, I'm found at gyroscope.ca helping small businesses uh, get into the cloud. And I've also pivoted a little bit. I'm offering an educational uh, product helping small businesses, you know, read their financials better, uh, control their cash flow um, better and just overall, you know, operating a, a business like a CEO instead of an operator. You know, small businesses tend to be operators first and that's where they stick and they can't they can't grow because they don't see the whole financial picture of their operations. And that's where I come in to, you know, to offer suggestions to coach to help them build systems to become their own CEO. Fantastic. And where is it that people can go to find that? So profittuner.com with a program at acceleratecashflow.com as well. Fantastic. And I'm going to have links to all of that and everything else that you do down in the show notes. And with that, just want to say thank you once again for joining me. Thanks, Alex. And thank you for listening. How are you serving your market? Are you set up with the right tools needed to interact with your audience? Or are you just kind of winging it? Map out the customer journey and make sure your site works on mobile. Special thank you to Mark for joining me once again and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Make sure you also check out his work, which I've linked in the show notes. And if you want to hear more from Mark, check out episode 144 of Broken Bulbs. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.